Hey, all you nostalgic peach pits. I am not Corbin Andrews. I'm the new guy, Nick Gunning. And I'm sitting across from the host of Nostalgia Me This, Kendra Mickles. It's me. Kendra, how the heck are you? I'm all right. Are you? I'm not you're tip a little, top. You're a little low energy, yeah, I noticed little. when you well, came in. It was a long, long day at school today. I understand. I understand. Uh, are you are you excited though? Yes. Are you excited about I'm our excited our new to venture? Know why you said Peach Pit? Oh, you don't even know? I don't. I don't oh know anything. Oh my gosh, this so is this I, is going to be I'm a real adventure. To uh, to today we're going to be talking about Beverly Hills 90210, yes. the '90s classic that I've never seen. That's that's pretty exciting. I'm yeah. pretty excited about it. I know. Talking about it, I've we're not digging into the second. episode today. We're just going to talk about our history with it. And Kendra's already given her spoiler Oops, away that she sorry. has no history I'm ahead with of the it. Game. So uh, I'm I'm new to the nostalgia of me this game. What do we do? Well, first thing we usually do is talk about what our elf eyes have seen. Now, everyone has elf eyes. I understand. Even if you don't know. Understood. It's basically what you've seen. Uh-huh. Okay. In, in the last week. Okay. I can so. do that. Everyone ask, what do your elf eyes see? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, do okay. it. Um, well, I've recently have been playing through the Mega Man series of video games. You're familiar yes. with Mega Man? I've heard of it. Mega <laughs> Man is perfect for the Perler Beat game, if you're yes, ever, because he's an 8-bit character. That's true. I've never made any Mega Man oh, stuff. Oh, get on it. Beads. I know. My son and I have been playing through this game, and it's ridiculously difficult. Like, I, I don't understand. Which one is it? Well, I'm... I've been playing through the classic, like, Nintendo, original Nintendo versions. I just finished five, and we started six. Mm. But we, I'm playing it on PS4, and so you have the option to rewind. Like, you can go back a few seconds. Oh. And without that option, I just I don't understand. I have respect for those who played this in the 80s and were able to get through I this. I have respect for anyone who can play any games, because usually it's, like, five minutes, and then I'm like, okay. I'm done with No this. video games for you, ever? I, ju- I told you I tried playing Pong the other day. Right. Couldn't do it. What I about was, the... You guys, I like rage quit. You I did a like whole... Done. You've done two, at least two video game episodes on this podcast. GameCube yes, and PlayStation. That's true. And I, I do like... Uh, I like like Mario games. Okay. Like uh, Mario Kart. Yes. Mario Party. Classic. Eric and I played uh, Super Mario 64. Okay. So difficult. I've never been so able. I've never difficult. been able to get into Mario sixty four. Yeah, I've tried it. It's hard many times. And we like we got the minimum number of stars to like beat the story. Oh yeah, we were out. Yep. So we didn't yep. even get all the stars. Yeah, I got but. that when it came out for Nintendo sixty four and was super excited about it. Was like this is not for me. And then as like a fully grown adult, mm-hmm. I got it when they put it out for I think it was Nintendo DS did like a fancy update of it, and I still didn't like it. So. I it's, guess it's just it's me. It's hard. It is very hard. It's really hard. Ridiculously so. hard. Yeah. I hate Mario Sunshine for GameCube. I want to play it. Oh. To see if it's I like just, it. It's just, it's so difficult. And the thing about it is, I mean, this is not what we're talking about today, <laughs> but the thing about it's it is, nostalgic. it is nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about it is that the levels themselves are difficult, but the controls are just like it's already going to be a difficult task, but then you have to figure out the right way to get him to like jump sideways yep. on top of a hill, that's, and it's like that's the problem with sixty four. Please, he like <laughs> if you go too far forward, he's like, Woo! yeah, he just like yeah. flies off a cliff. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. I recently, I it's probably been six months or so now, but I was like, you know what, I'm just going to play through Mario Sunshine because I gave up originally. Mm-hmm. I started it again. It was like, no, I still hate this. So. Unfortunate. No good. No good. But Mega Man is uh it's a it's very fun. You get you fight different robot masters and then you get their powers and you have to make it through. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm currently playing. Um I've got a lot of these are quite nostalgic here. Uh I just finished last night uh Stranger Things season two. <gasps> yeah. 
Oh, season two. So season don't. Two. I've had to plug my ears in this podcast before when yeah. talk of season three has come up. So I, I like season two. I did not, too. Not as much as season one. I understand but I that. Did like season two. I understand. I think I was a little bit more in, like, invested in season two. I think mm-hmm. number one, like the. It's just so, number one is so original. Mm-hmm. Like it really taps into that 80s nostalgia vibe. Yeah. And I thought that number two was, I was really into like the mystery of it all. Like what was going on. Mm-hmm. I like the way they use the characters. Uh, I love Paul Reiser. So I was excited to see Paul Reiser show up. He's like the doctor who's there who kind of, he's an ambiguous character. You don't know whether he's good or bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like from Mad About You. Which is <laughs> that means nothing to me. <laughs> which is being rebooted, so ah. we could talk about that in news. But anyway, yeah. So I like that. Um, we all we all really enjoyed. It. I watched it with my wife and my brother, and uh, yeah, we liked it. So now I'm excited to watch season three. Nice. It I was like season three. It was also cool because Sean Astin, you know, mm-hmm. is in it. Yes. And I've always, you know, it always feels kind of like it has this Goonies vibe. Mm-hmm. So to have like Sean Astin right in there, yes, is pretty cool. Did you see all the stuff on Twitter that people were? Like having this grand realization that there's a Sean Astin for every stage of your life. Oh. Like for every generation. No. Because the Goonies. Yes. And then Rudy. Right. And Lord, Lord of, of the Rings. Rings. Of course. Yeah. And so now. There's a Sean Astin. This, he's there. For, he's for around. He pops up life. all over the place, including that time we met him in Cleveland. Yes. Uh, that was amazing. <laughs> but he was just on the Big Bang Theory and like uh, he's, yeah. he's making the rounds. He has a show on Netflix now. That's I have, right. I haven't watched is it that, Is that the one with Melissa Joan Hart? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. that's fun. Yeah. Those, those, are, those are some retro actors yes. right there. Yes. Uh, and it got another season. Oh, okay. Back. All right. Well, I'll check it out. Finish Stranger Things 2. Uh, I read a book called Leia, Princess of Alderaan. By Claudia Gray, and this is a, it's a YA novel about Leia, like mm-hmm. before things go down, so when she's 16. Go down. Pretty good. Good, not great, I would say. Interesting. Um, and then my wife and I have been trying to catch up on all of the DC, like, CW shows. So, <laughs> I know. Luck. We just, at one point, we just kind of stopped watching them, and we had the intention, except for Legends. We're completely caught up on Legends of mm-hmm. Tomorrow. But we just, like, always intended to get back into it, and we just didn't and then all the exciting news with the crisis on infinite earth crossover with mm-hmm. bringing back old actors and stuff so i'm feeling like very nostalgic about that mm-hmm. uh we've been trying to catch up so we just finished arrow season five so now we just have arrow season six and seven <laughs> before we're <laughs> got up so i couldn't even tell you what season we're it's on. a race against the clock we <laughs> we we stopped too we yeah. got weary and uh we just we haven't got we keep saying oh we need to start arrow and flash again yeah he does legends by himself okay i don't watch that okay um and i don't watch i think i just watch arrow and flash okay Those are the only two, yeah supergirl supergirl's oh, a yeah, real supergirl, hit and miss that's I, the other one. sometimes i really like i think i think i lot i like a lot of things about it but i feel like its base is just not a very good show yeah you know yeah so i like her a lot i like, her a lot. I like um I really like the actor they have playing Superman on that show. He's not oh, in it a yeah. ton, but when he shows up, I'm really impressed with his take on it. Mm-hmm. And I like a lot of the, like the character dynamics that they do, but the show is mm-hmm. Flash has been the one that's been the most fun to like marathon because we've really like I'm terrible at marathoning shows, mm-hmm. but we've been able to sit down and watch like three like right in a row, wow. which is a lot for me. That that's nothing for you. Yeah, I know. That's why I said, <laughs> that's wow. Cause, that's because before Kendra takes her first bathroom break, <laughs> that's three. <laughs> uh, and then we've also been trying to catch up on station 19, which is the Grey's Anatomy spinoff. Oh, Do you ever watch, you never watch Grey's Anatomy, no. right? That might be one for you to give I a shot someday. I keep thinking about starting it, but there's just so 
much. There are. Yeah. It's like, a lot. I, and I did like, I just tried to watch, start criminal minds. Oh yeah. And there's so much of that. Yeah. And I like, I've got four episodes. I think a show like Grey's Anatomy is a lot easier to mm. like binge through. I'm thinking about rewatching Lost. Oh, <laughs> you like disappointment. You like being set up for. <laughs> I love Lost. <laughs> okay. I love it. Yeah. Like even the ending yes. I accept. Yeah. So okay. I kind of want to watch it All again. Right. Well, who am I to begrudge you that? I <laughs> that's that's all you. Uh, so we've been watching Station 19, largely because the new season of Grey's Anatomy is going to feature a lot more crossovers. And we were like, we just got to catch up on this dumb show. Mm, so yeah. we've been watching that. And that's kept me pretty busy. Yeah. That and a lot of comic books Sounds kept me like, yeah, pretty busy. All the comic books. So that's it for my L5s. What about yours? Well, let me see. I don't have my, a list in front of me like you did. Okay, that's um, all right. I know you talked about this on your podcast. Yes, the All, all the, the Books show. show. Um, soundcloud.com slash all the books saw that movie which i have the name knives out oh no 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 knives out is the ryan johnson one yeah ready Ready or or not not. yes um and i know he talked about it but to give you my take yes um i liked it i liked two-thirds of it okay um not bad i agree with eric that if it like the whole thing is she's marrying into this like board game mogul family like Mm. they built their fortune on board games so i feel like it was a missed opportunity not to make the house more like a board game i see you know oh yeah yeah not make different rooms that do different things like i feel like that could have been really cool it just uh it turned into just more of her like running and cutting herself horribly i see stabbing yeah it, i mean it doesn't sound like they were going for ultra realism so why not like lean into yeah. it a little bit yeah yeah that makes um, sense and then the ending uh i i can handle a lot of dark as you know i but, do know yeah uh, it it became the kind of dark that i do not enjoy i see watching okay and i can tell you later what happened okay i know you're never gonna watch <laughs> yeah, it yeah that's true um, that is but, true uh, that's a safe guess i didn't i didn't enjoy that you know i've been burned by that before once because when i was a teenager and uh, the sixth sense came out i was at i was getting a, a, a filling filled right and the mm-hmm. dental hygienist was in there and she was talking about the sixth sense and she was like oh, i don't want to spoil it for you and i was like sister please you can tell me <laughs> You can tell me everything because I will never see this movie. <laughs> and she was like, no. And I was like, no, really, tell me. And so then she did tell me. And then years later, I watched it. And I was like, I should have listened to her and not gotten that spoiled you know, for me. Uh, the movie Fifty First Dates yeah. spoiled that for me. Oh. I had never seen it. Yeah. And then she's, you know, because they watch yeah. it every day or right. whatever. Yeah. And she talks about it. And I had never seen it. Uh, and I wish I had known. There's an episode of Scrubs where one of the characters spoils like 10 movies. And it's like, ah. <laughs> so if you haven't seen those it's it's pretty we jarring are watching but scrubs. That's oh okay character. all right i've been watching scrubs. yes um i sort of begrudgingly at first but now i'm kind of now i'm kind of into it you are okay yeah. i have i mean I, I was all into scrubs when it was on i was in college like during the sort of the second half of that and was i loved it i found it trying to go back hard for me to like binge mm-hmm. now because it is so of its time mm-hmm. that sometimes I don't think that I translates. Think the of its time stuff sometimes bugs me, but yeah. we're getting into like, I mean, I, we're only still on season three, but okay. I feel like we're getting to, I don't know, later stuff. Scrubs. It's, getting better. it's a show that sometimes really balances doing really poignant, serious stuff and hilarious stuff. Sometimes it nails that perfectly. Other times it's like one will be a cartoon and one yeah. will be like a Nicholas Sparks novel. And yeah. it's just like, <laughs> pick a tone you know yeah. it's too it's much not like the office where i can just put it on and be like yeah i don't care about any like because sometimes it does hit like, yeah emotional right chords yeah so, 
Um, but yeah, we've been watching that. And then on my own, I've been watching The Office. Yes. Okay. So much The Office I, yeah. <laughs> every day. Thank um, you for taking but, a time out to from watching The Office to record this nine oh two one oh themed I, episode of it. I feel like, you know, I've seen it before so i can take some time yes you can uh i've been watching four weddings and a funeral oh i see the show created by mindy kaling oh okay i didn't realize that yes okay uh yeah she wrote like wrote it created it i don't know it's her show and you can definitely tell if you've seen the mindy project yeah and you watch and which i did yeah went pretty much straight from the mindy project to oh yeah in a funeral and you can definitely tell her her Um, tone even her books that she writes and things it's very clear um but i'm loving it oh okay it is cool really really good you know what i really wanted to see that movie that her and emma thompson did about the late night yeah have you seen that i have not but it's on amazon oh okay well maybe i'll check it out from my local library yes all right um but yeah it is really 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 good okay so i highly recommend that that's on hulu do you want to just guess if corbin and christian were here some (laughs) of the things that they would say right now you got you got anything (laughs) uh uh, <laughs> I, I don't care about that. <laughs> you know what? As a longtime fan of this podcast, I think you nailed it. I think you got it right. Hi, fellas. Um, and then I've been reading BJ Novak's Novak's book. Uh, one, I think it's called One More Thing. Yeah. Another story. Yeah. I think it's really good. I love that. It, right? I did. That was one of that's still like one of the best books I've read it's like really in the last good. five and years he, or so. That's right uh, at the top. Collection of short stories, and I. I love that he just takes he takes like really commonplace events yeah. and then like turns them into this whole oh, yeah. thing. Um, like I just read the one where the old man comes into the math class and he invented the he invented the math problem when two trains leave. Oh, uh-huh. and it, there's like this whole backstory. Right. Like he was meeting the love of his life and that's why he came up with that problem. Um, and then I loved the one about john grisham john grisham the something <laughs> the something yeah he like put in a not real title like a yeah. placeholder title, yeah. the something and then they published it yeah i thought that was so funny that was and so, it's true i mean that's john grisham's yeah. book so the reckoning just yeah. came out and yeah always yeah. the something <laughs> yes it is um, yeah that's a, that so is a I'm, great collection to that okay um and there's a lot of good voices in there some of those i mean i would even categorize that more as like flash fiction because a lot of those are like a paragraph yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. more more than like a short story you usually think like 25 pages or something and some of them yeah, are but true. a lot of them are really like, like very yes. very brief yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but I it really works like it. you know it it's does. not jarring at all i think it works really well mm-hmm. people tend to like his picture book as well the the book with no pictures oh, yeah yeah that's a that's a fun one to read aloud yeah i'm okay. trying to read all the office people's books oh I always um, wanted so to read Ellie Kemper's book, and I have yeah, haven't picked that I, one up well, yet. Well, I checked them all out for my local library. Oh yes, and then I uh, didn't read them all. So I see. I've returned them. Okay. But well, I'm good. Currently listening to that one, and then I'm reading Rain Wilson's The Bassoon King. Oh. Um, I read Soul I Pancake read. that he wrote. That was pretty good. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I read Mindy Kaling's books over the summer. I've only read her first. The Everyone's Hanging Out Without Me one. Yeah. I haven't read the second. I liked that one. How's the second? The second one's good. She focuses more on the Mindy Project. And oh, I hadn't okay. watched the Mindy Project oh, when I read yeah. it. So would... I wish I had I had switched them. We were watching that regularly when it was on, I don't remember what it was, Fox or NBC, whatever it was. And then when it switched to Hulu, we kind of lost track of it. And it was only in like the recent year or so that we went and watched the last couple of seasons. It really, I don't know, four, four and five i yeah I my really my wife was sort of like i don't i don't care about this anymore and i was like let's i do too um but there was always enough for me to keep me going but it it did kind of get away i think yeah from her a little bit yeah but 
you know, it happens. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. I feel like that's pretty busy good. slate yeah. for you. I feel like that's pretty much it. All right. Pretty All good. Right. Well, where do we go now? Well, should we talk about some news? Let's do it. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it have a little news i'm ready let's talk about the news you found did you watch the trailer for this born show i have i have so i am i am not the uh longtime fans of nostalgia me this will remember episode 28 where you guys talk about wow. your deep deep Look love you knowing the exact your number deep love for the born trilogy yes, it is watching it this this blew my mind like you just you're just watching the born trilogy like yeah it feels like you watch it every week. It, That's that, that was the <laughs> that is not far from the truth. I mean, we watched it a lot. Okay. Um, mostly the first two because okay. we didn't have the third one. I feel when I we see. started our watch. There was a bit of a lag, wasn't there? Yeah. In between, yeah. Because we saw the third one in theaters. Okay. So yeah, we were we were like deep into it before. And how did you feel about out. the Jeremy Renner one? I I cannot tell you a thing that okay. happened in that movie. I enjoyed it. I get why people pills. don't. There's like red and blue pills. That's the matrix. I know, but, okay. there's, but there's pills okay. that they take. Mm-hmm. And then he stops taking the pills. You know what? I don't I, remember it either. I just remember it had a very abrupt end. I remember that more than I remember the film Jason Bourne. I thought that was the <laughs> most... I a lot of forgettable oh really okay do you like it we saw that together remember yeah. that we saw it at the, truck, the it drive-in i okay. agreed that it, the the subject matter was already pretty dated. yeah um i guess it was just unnecessary is yeah. how i felt like you didn't really add anything to the series to have yeah. that movie there's no reason to watch that yeah <laughs> agreed. Agreed. anyway but yes anyway. treadstone is a, is a new series i think it's coming out on usa yes and it's um it's treadstone is what the or- organization he works for right yes yeah. See, I love Robert Ludlum's book. I love the the book, mm. The Born Legacy. And as you guys covered, it's uh, or The Born Identity. Sorry, it's so different. It is yeah. so so different. It's like night and day. It's a great <laughs> book, though. It really is. But I'm more familiar with that than the movies. But yeah, so Treadstone is you. You saw the trailer too, right? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't watch it. Okay. So tell me about yes. it. Yes. Well, basically, you're just having people who were sleeper agents like Jason Bourne waking up, like uh, suddenly, like. Mm they have all these skills that they don't understand. And so I think it's sort of a, they have to collect them like Pokemon is the basic (laughs) (laughs) gist. And uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, But it did look fun. It's on USA. Uh, I think it's coming out even next, next month. I think October, as we record October, 2019 is when it's coming out. Um, So the trailer's out now. You can find that. We can maybe tweet that out, but yeah, it looks fun. It looks action packed. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Okay. I love Bourne. So. And I already mentioned Mad About You. Yes. So Mad About You was a 90s uh, sitcom with Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt. Mm-hmm. And they were just like a young, hip couple living their life in New York. <laughs> uh, it crosses over with Friends quite a bit because oh. um, well, Lisa Kudrow plays the same character. Ursula. Oh, Ursula. That's on Mad About You. Yes, yes, yes. And then Friends started and they sort of retroactively decided those were twin sisters. And so yes. that's how that all happened. It also crosses over with Seinfeld. Because Kramer is renting his apartment from Paul Paul Reiser's character oh. in the show, so it's <laughs> anyway. Yes, I yeah. Okay, heard all that. so that that was about seven years of that show, and then the finale uh, shows them like twenty years in the future, and now we're like there, and so uh, they are doing the show cool. with the original actors like Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt are coming That's back, fun. but it's going to be on Spectrum Originals, and I don't oh. know what that means. I don't know how you watch that. I don't know what that is. I, that's what I think. So, guess what? I thought of two diff- two more bits of news. I'm ready. Well, actually, one is news. Yes. So the 
at the Disney Disney Plus. D23. D23. They announced that they're rebooting Lizzie McGuire. Yes. Not rebooting. They're, well, yes. They're continuing. Well, yeah, it. okay. It's like a reboot sequel. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I am so excited. Yeah. Hillary. That Hillary she, Duff is coming back. She's been on Younger, right? On TV yes, Land? Is that I good? I love Younger. I haven't seen it. I love it. Did you, you must have done a Lizzie McGuire episode on this podcast. I remember you did Disney Channel movies. I don't. Yes, we did. Yeah, you did a Lizzie McGuire. I talked about Hillary Duff. It okay. was like a Lizzie McGuire Hillary Duff. I see. Combo. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, I'm they so must excited. have loved that. Yeah. Were they, oh yeah. It was, they? Uh, I remember they hated the Gilmore Girls ones, but <laughs> yes, you know. Yes. Um. But yeah, she's coming back, and uh, she's not with Gordo though. Ah, so uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you about 90210 and yes. you can Let's watch the Lucy McGuire movie. I'll do it. Um, I'll do it. I'm in. And then I forgot to say I watched that movie. I don't know. You have seen. I can't help you. Clue. With the girls. Groundhog Day. That are. Mean girls. Waiting and then they want to party. Book smart. Book smart. Book Thank smart. You. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked it. I did too. I laughed a lot. That Those was good. Two together. Olivia Wilde directed like, that. Do you know that? Was pretty Those good. Those two girls together, just like the way they interacted they with They have each a great other, chemistry. They yeah. really made me laugh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that is anyway, good. A lot of fun. Back to the news. Okay. Uh, this might be more nostalgic for me than you. Well, let's find out. But Green Day. Yeah, I got nothing. Fallout Boy. Okay. And Weezer. Nope have announced a joint tour oh a joint tour wow all three of them you get together. your money's worth on that ticket i know for real so um yeah so they're going on tour i don't know when it's happening uh oh you know what june 13th of 2020 2020 in paris we're there oh well so maybe not we're not there you maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe. If it's success, maybe they'll... I don't know. Um, they're doing uh, Fenway Park, Wrigley Field. Well, I none, mean, none of those big, are Paris. Big places. Those are all in America. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm okay. saying later. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, and tickets are going to go on sale September 20th. Pretty excited. pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So get your tickets. And uh, <laughs> the uh, you know my love for the Spin Doctors. I do, yes. I just found that they're on tour like... As we speak. Oh no! And uh, I can't. I can't. What's their What's their big hit? Uh, Two princes. Okay. Like one of my favorite songs of all time. Okay. All right. Maybe my favorite song of all time. Bold statement. It might be. Okay. I said that to my brother, and he was like, "Wait, like of all songs of all time?" And I was like, "Yeah, I love it. I love it a lot." But anyway, they're playing in Massachusetts this Friday. That's pretty good. Like, should we go? But Mm. it's not gonna work. Not gonna work. Um, but anyway, get your tickets to the Green Day concert. You, are you going to go? I If they came close, I probably would. Hmm. If they came to the Buffalo area. You would? You would do it? I might do it. Okay. All right. I feel like I know enough of each of their songs. Uh, I love Fall Out Boy. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that the Spin Doctors are played on... They play uh, Jimmy Olsen's Blues on Beverly Hills 90210. What? So, that's going to happen. What? I'm just telling you. I'm just prepping you. <laughs> I keep telling uh, my husband, Eric. Your husband, Eric, yes. That uh, I want to have like a Spin Doctors themed birthday party where we all wear like big oversized sweaters yeah. and like, you know, beanie hats. My wife has the oversized sweaters for all of us. Yes. She's, she's got so many. Let's do it. Okay. I don't know besides that how we could make I'm it in. themed other than listening to their music. But. Yeah. Um, all right. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Hollywood superstar Shia Hollywood LaBeouf. Superstar Shia LaBeouf. Oh, from the film Eagle Eye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, that was not a good movie. Well. Um, 
Anyway, can't shy love I feel like I told you this already. Well, um, I'd like to hear it on uh, mic. Pod. I would like to hear but it recorded. He is starring in a movie um, that is about his life. Okay. And he will he will be playing his own father <laughs> in the movie. If I was going to write a short story spoof about Shia LaBeouf, that would be the plot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's insane. Um, but you know what? It is so on point for Shia LaBeouf that I got to give him credit for that. Yeah. He's true to himself yeah, as called, he plays his own father. It's called Honey Boy. Honey Boy. Um, and I'm just going to read what it says. This is on uh, HuffPost.com if you want to read it. Okay. Um, it says, The actor who wrote the script during a rehab stint after his 2017 arrest in Georgia sure. um, is pulling back the curtain on childhood traumas. LaBeouf, 33, stars as an alcoholic and abusive father to a young actor played by Noah Jupe and, and Lucas Hedges in the film at different stages of the main character's life. Honey boo boo. Yeah. <laughs> you know no. people are gonna Yeah. All right. I they must. Anyway. It's a requirement. Yeah. Um and I think I think it's an Amazon film. Mm. Could be wrong. Okay. But so anyway. Are you excited about this? Yeah, sure. Were you a big Shia LaBeouf fan? I Isn't he Shia on a Disney LaBeouf. show? Wasn't he on a Disney yeah, show he back? He was on Even Stevens. Even Stevens, okay. Which was great. Yeah. I wish they would bring back Even Stevens. Did you I talk much about they... him in your Indiana Jones episode? No, not really. I understand. Not really. I understand. We didn't really talk about the fourth one much. Okay. I don't think. Crystal Skull gets a bum rap. That's that's my opinion. I would probably It's not agree a great movie, that. but it it's enjoyable. I remember enjoying it. You put Crystal Skull and you're gonna have a good time. Yeah. A great time, probably not. Good time, <laughs> yeah. Janitor from Scrubs is in it. Oh uh, yeah. So full circle there you go i always think of him as the dad from smallville because he is the janitor yeah he's like a recurring character on smallville two or three episodes the ones we've watched yeah i think we have seen it long time ago okay yeah no he's the dad on the middle the middle okay yes yeah that's what i think yeah he was just on the show in the middle but it's not that's not it nope but he is the dad on another show from is he I feel like he is. Huh. I'll have to look it up. Neil Flynn is his name. No, I can't I can't think of what it would be. Speaking of dads. Yeah. Uh, this is my last bit of news. Okay. Do you like that seventies show? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, so the mom and dad on that show, Deborah Joe Rupp, mm-hmm. Kurtwood Smith, yes. are teaming up again wow. to play a married couple in a new show. Oh. I don't think it has anything to do with that right. seventy show. But it's just funny that they're gonna yeah, be it is. playing a couple. Well they I mean they work well together. So, they had good chemistry. Yeah. Um, it's a new ABC comedy pilot. Huh. That's all I know. So it may or may not get picked up. Yeah. May or may not. Okay. But that'd be fun. Yeah. I have all I always love that. that 70 show on DVD. Do you? I do. Wow. How'd that Eric happen? Eric found it for like, like 10 bucks Makes or sense. It was yeah. crazy. There was, there's a distributor, I think it's called Mill Creek and they get like lapsed DVD rights and put out these like, mm. I have, you know, that's how I have Mad About You coincidentally oh. it's in like a cardboard sleeve yeah and it's well, all the episodes like, yeah. it's plastic but when you open it each dvd is in its own little pocket yes like yep. paper pocket. yep i've seen those so yeah yep so it but i'm happy to own it have you done a that 70s show rewatch no i don't think that's a show that i've ever like i don't think i've seen i know i haven't seen every episode i didn't watch that like straight through i've seen i mean i feel like i've seen most, most? episodes okay. i would say um, I don't like when Eric leaves and that new guy comes in. in you know who later. that is? That's Josh Myers. That's Seth Myers' brother, like from Mad TV. That's so funny. I know. He looks exactly like him. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking yeah. about it. 
Yeah, that was crazy. Why yeah. you look? Let's do the show without Eric or yeah, Ashton Kutcher. Well, Great. I, he was having like trouble yeah. with everyone on the show, yeah. and then he left. And, yeah. yeah, but anyway. him and Ashton Kutcher, like, why do you keep doing the show? Yeah, I know. What's crazy, the point? crazy. But anyway, yes. Um. All right, that's all the news I have. <laughs> okay. So. There's gonna be. I feel like we should film it, or like, (laughs) you know, my reaction. Yeah. You say stuff, and I'm like, "Uh yeah, your reaction. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. We're talking about. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, uh, so this on our special episode here, I get to pick what the nostalgia is, and it's gonna be 90210. Of course. Because going forward, you and I are gonna do a deep dive. Yes. On the (laughs) on the 90210 franchise because it is a franchise it does it does envelop many different series have you been to beverly hills i have not have you i have oh i drove through it you run into jason Priestley or anything like that okay no i did all right well uh beverly hills 90210 debuted october 4th 1990 Mm, wasn't born you weren't born yet (laughs) i was much too young to be watching beverly hills 90210 (laughs) uh it ran for 10 seasons if you can believe that. Uh, so it started in 1990, ended in the year 2000, aired 293 episodes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Uh, it started the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise. Its first spinoff was Melrose Place, which was also very successful. It ran for, I want to say, eight years. Melrose Place had its own spinoff called Models, Inc. Models, Inc. Then Melrose Place had a spinoff sequel like Lizzie McGuire. Uh-huh. With Melrose Place 2009, and Beverly Hills 90210 itself had a spinoff sequel called 90210, uh, which did include some of the original characters in supporting roles. Wow. So, all total, that's a lot of seasons of it television. Their money's worth. They certainly have. They certainly have. Uh, Jenny Garth, in her role as Kelly Taylor, is sort of the de facto like central character because she appears I'm in. Gonna the, look up pictures. Do of it. That's a good idea. She appears in, she's one of the cast members who goes the distance in Beverly Hills 90210. She's integral in starting Melrose Place. Like her character is the one who gets the spinoff going. Mm -hmm. Um, She also is the primary like original cast member who gets the 90210 sequel going. And she's uh, like the executive producer and co-creator with Tori Spelling of BH90210, which just wrapped its first, maybe only season, which Mm. is like... Have you have you seen anything about this show? Not well, no, not really. Okay, so basically, they are playing themselves, mm-hmm. like fictionalized versions of themselves. So Jason Priestley is playing Jason Priestley, and and so That's on. So strange. It is, and it's about Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling trying to get a 90210 reboot going. Mm-hmm. So it's very meta, and you yeah. see little snippets of them in character and like dream sequences and stuff. So like, if you're a deep long fan of the show mm-hmm. like there's so many little easter eggs and so many fun things going on if you are not i have no <laughs> idea why you'd watch that show i mean it is fun on its own they're all good and they have great chemistry so maybe you could find something but for me it's just like the joy of seeing all that so i don't really remember my okay my older stepbrother brad watched this show mm-hmm. and i remember catching some of it here and there and then at some point, I just started watching it like religiously every week, mm-hmm. very early on. Like when I think about the episodes I remember, they come very early in the show. So it was probably was when I was like seven or eight, like watching this teen soap opera <laughs> every week, like appointment TV <laughs> all the way through like so to is the it end. Like, like what, like what would you liken it to? Hmm. Like, is it like friends? No. Is it like that old? 
Like, are they that old? No, they're teenagers. They're like, teenagers. It's in high school. Okay. Yeah. So is it like, is it a drama? I don't know is that there's. Comedy? Yeah. I mean, boy, it's really hard to find a show to compare it to. Like the tone. What would you compare? Yeah. It's not as like surreal as something like a Desperate Housewives trying to pick a show that I know you okay, know. Yes. But I think the balance of seriousness and comedy is probably akin to like a Desperate Housewives. Okay. Totally it's not the same, but I think like it it rides that same line of I think it's probably more drama than comedy. What about like Smallville? No. No. I don't know. It's really it's hard to explain because it's like from the era of Saved by the Bell where you're only following like teenage protagonists. Right. But say by the bell, of course, is like very rarely was anything serious. Whereas 90210, I feel like was the first show that I can remember that had teen characters that were treated as if they were like really like serious characters. Okay. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not goofy. They're not like, they're not like super smart or something, but it treats them as you would, as if they were like adults on their own adult show dealing with their own adult problems. Okay. Like it treats the, the issues that they're facing very seriously. So, you know, like if you're a teen watching that, I think it was probably a very relatable show. Like by the time I was a teenager, it was basically, <laughs> <laughs> they were like 35, you know. But um, yeah, it starts. So probably the first four seasons are their like high school career mm. so the premise is uh jason Priestley and shannon doherty play brandon and brenda walsh <laughs> you so you know none of this i just <laughs> know anything i really this is, this don't so funny i know luke perry's <laughs> in it yeah. and i know Tori Spilling is in it. <laughs> oh that's gosh. all i know okay so <laughs> <laughs> so brandon and brenda walsh okay. move with their parents from minnesota to beverly hills so Minnesota. Minnesota. So it's a lot of like their start is a whole fish out of water. Like their clothes are dumb. Their cars are dumb. They do not fit in with People like. People in Minnesota. Yeah. With the super rich. <laughs> yeah. And so like Brandon's Brandon's always like his role in that series is to kind of be the straight arrow, you know, to be the, the sort of heroic character. Mm -hmm. And so Brandon is like trying to be that and not fitting in with people. And Brenda is trying to be like wholesome but she's always kind of a bratty character mm. and so it, shannon doherty has a weird relationship with that series which we'll get into as we go into the series but that's the hook is that you have this like nice midwestern family moving to beverly hills and there's a big culture clash okay so like tori spelling as donna martin and uh jenny garth as kelly taylor are they start off to be kind of the stereotypical like they're the pretty ones they're the rich ones they're the snobs you know and they don't quite gel with brenda and that's this conflict there um and then the guys you have originally you have brian austin green and doug emerson who play um david and scott and they're like the young nerdy characters mm -hmm. and that sort of evolves quickly uh ian Ziering from sharknado fame <laughs> plays uh <laughs> plays steve sanders who his mom is like a famous sitcom actress and so he's like rich and you know his family is famous and all that okay. and then it just kind of like goes from there uh luke perry joins i want to say it's the second episode when they realize like we need a little bit more spice in this and so <laughs> bring in the spice yeah so luke perry comes along and then for the early seasons he and brenda are kind of the primary like the main push of the show, I think like their, their whole thing and how that like Brandon 
Brandon and Dylan's like friendship and the way Dylan kind of meshes with the Walsh family is a pretty crucial element to the first several seasons. And then, you know, things, things happen, things change and evolve. Um, Didn't Shannon Doherty have issues with charmed? As, yes. Which like, is also an Aaron spelling it? show. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Brenda, I know there was drama on that set too. Yeah. Cause I think she's only in charmed for like three seasons and then yeah. she like leaves yeah. and her, she does not go the distance on Beverly Hills 90210 for, I, you know, they always, you hear different things, but yeah. I think basically it was not a good fit. And so, mm-hmm. um, Brenda's not there. And then Tiffany Amber Thiessen of Saved by the Bell fame comes mm-hmm. in and kind of takes over. She doesn't, she's not playing Brenda, but she's kind of playing that role okay. like that. She comes in to sort of take over for that. Um, and then the main cast really stays pretty intact for most of the for most of the run uh, you have i think four who who go all 10 seasons and a lot of the ones who leave will come back and do guest stars and and they don't it's a show where a lot of times i feel like in that era you'd have a character who would leave and then you just like never speak of them again you'd have a mark brandanowitz situation <laughs> where a character just vanishes yeah. and you never talk about them again but even the ones who don't reappear kind of stay in the narrative and like they're talked about and so they do a really good job continuity wise so for me i don't know what it was that like really hooked me on this show but so you were you like aware of it at all growing up was it a thing that you even i feel like i don't know about growing up but i feel like i just always think of it as like the show that the older yeah. people, the yeah. older kids were It's watching. like Knott's Landing for yeah. me. It's like, <laughs> that's your... <laughs> yeah. Uh, the show that the older kids were allowed to watch. Okay. But it, it was too old for yeah. me. So, yeah. And it, I just have never... I don't know. Like, because I've watched a bunch of older shows. Yeah. So I don't know why this never... Well, it's probably like you're saying about Criminal Minds. I mean, it is a commitment. You yeah. know, it's Plus, I don't <laughs> 10 think seasons. It's available like Friends. That's true. Is it Netflix is harder. And I know it's on the CBS app, but I don't know if it's on Netflix or anything like that. I don't think it is. Okay. So that's probably why, too. I haven't watched an episode. Well, that's not true. When. When Luke Perry passed away, I did watch. I did rewatch like Dylan's debut episode because oh, it's just okay. it's a cool episode. But other than that, my wife and I watched through the show. Like I watched it when it was on. I don't really think that I religiously watched the last couple of seasons mm. because when we rewatched it, I was like, no, I don't remember this, you know. Mm. But we did a total rewatch of it. Probably we probably finished that like we started it over ten years ago, you know, and and rewatched it. So I have seen it at least twice. Like in my life, but a lot of the episodes I've only seen just like the one time. So, but she was reluctant to watch it just because same kind of thing. Like it just wasn't a part of her growing up and like, why do you want to watch, you know, a nineties like teen soap opera? Yeah. And what really sells it is the actors for the most part are just friends. Like they really like, they like each other. They get along their, their chemistry in, in little things. You could sort of see as the series developed that maybe they would like, keep the film running a couple more seconds to get some of their like genuine interactions Mm. because even when the stories are kind of melodramatic and the first season is pretty like this week we're talking about you know anorexia Mm. this season we're talking about abuse yeah basically it's like what's the teen social problem we're going to be talking about this week but as it develops and becomes more like just about these characters whether they're in high school or college or post-college it doesn't really matter because it's all about like their dynamic and how they work together so I think that's the thing for me that keeps it, um, you know, fresh and sort of sort of timeless in that way, even though it's very 90s. I think that 
because because they're so good together like you just enjoy watching these actors interact and that's a lot of what sells bh90210 like the mm-hmm. new little six episode thing is that they're just so good together yeah and so to see that again is really like for me it's like ultra nostalgic mm-hmm. because it just like takes me right back the uh, have you ever written a fan letter to anyone i don't know if i have the only time I've ever like put pencil to paper and it was a pencil because I was a child (laughs) (laughs) was to write a letter to uh, uh, Luke Perry and and Jenny Garth because I just (laughs) loved those characters. Like they were just so good. So yeah, I was, I know I watched the finale. Like when that happened, I I checked back in, but I think the last couple seasons I sort of got out of, um, but it was always just one of those things that was like more than anything else, more than some of the other ones of my childhood would have been like Lois and Clark and mm-hmm. things like that, that I like had to watch. Yeah. But this one was like, I could not miss 90210. And it's so funny to think about like how different it was, even though it's not that long ago. I mean, I guess it's 20 years. It went off the air 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a fact check right there. But it was like, if you didn't catch it, if you didn't see that episode, that was it. You know, you're not going to like go online and look up a synopsis. It was just like all you had was previously on 90210. I remember those times. Like when I was watching Gilmore Girls, that's what it was. Like if you missed it. Yeah, that was it. And it's so serial. You know, that's the other thing. Like it's just you're really having to like put things together. So I remember like frantically being like, I'm not going to get home and like (laughs) calling being like, please put a VHS tape in the VCR and record 90210 (laughs) because I cannot miss it. And... Lost has one of the most shocking moments for me in season two, the start of season two, where you see Juliet for the first time mm-hmm. and you see the plane like crashing in the background. Do you remember yes. that? That, uh, yes. that, okay. Well, anyway, that to me was among the most shocking things I've ever seen, like on TV, like yeah. watching it live Why? because you, you just assume that she's, you've never seen the character before. Yeah. She's in her house in a regular old house. Oh. She's yes. like trying to stop herself from crying. And then you see the plane crash behind and you realize yes. that she's on the island. I remember that. And it's just her acting is, is amazing in that Lost moment. Lost is so good. I know. There's I so many it. good things about it. Her acting is amazing. The shock of finding, realizing that she's on the island, the shock of realizing that like other things are going on is a really like, whoa moment. There's one in Battlestar Galactica and there's at least two in 90210 that mm-hmm. still I think are like the most shocking things where I've like audibly been like, what? <laughs> That have happened. So like, Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. So we'll get to those and we'll see if you have the same kind of reaction okay, that I did. Cool. But so it was the character interactions. It was the fact that they were like treating younger characters, teenagers, which at the time when I was like a little less than a teenager, but like I still, it was a time when I like looked up to teenagers, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like to see it like that and presented like they're taken seriously and stuff. Like, I don't know. It was just really like sort of meaningful in that way to me to mm-hmm. see that. And it wasn't like a goofy, like say by the bell or something. Yeah. It was like a what real about, thing. Was Freaks and Geeks after this? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And Freaks and Geeks, I think is a lot more, I don't know, in some ways Freaks and Geeks is a more complex show because mm-hmm. they, they do such a deep dive into like outsider culture. Yeah. Whereas like 90210 was, even though it dealt with that occasionally, was really more about like the A-list kids in yeah. high school and things, you know. <laughs> but Freaks and Geeks, I think tapped into a similar vibe of like the high school experience just the more maybe the more relatable one you know yeah because of that but um yeah so i was i was in it all the way and when they were talking about rebooting it for the cw like you know i wasn't super excited about the fact that they were going to do that again but then when they started like listing that these characters were going to be there and like to see those characters interacting again it was actually like weirdly emotional because it was like 
it was like you know these these people these characters that i'd like grown up with suddenly like were back again and it yeah. was like impactful you yeah. know and that show is you know we'll get there after yeah, 200 and however 253 we'll episodes <laughs> we'll watch that one it's 293 episodes we'll watch that again you still haven't seen the new gilmore girls stuff have you i have you have i did now? finish it okay. finally cool. yep i did cool. I did. And it's always, it's always hard. Like when something's revisited, like can they recapture it and stuff? And I thought in the CW series, the stuff that they did with the original characters and really just in the early seasons did manage to recapture that vibe, which was, you know, super cool. Do you have it? Like, what's the show for you? That's like the, like your childhood, like core show. It's probably Gilmore Girls. Okay. I mean, that was the show that every Tuesday, my mom and I were in her room Mm -hmm. on her bed watching. Yeah uh get more girls okay so yeah yeah well it makes sense i mean it's it's the same it's i mean they're not similar shows but i think i think what gilmore girls does is make that ensemble also like recognizable like every every little like minor recurring character in gilmore Mm -hmm. girls like you feel like you know you are like invested in their lives and i think that's true of 90210 as well and that's i think that's what makes these long-running shows really successful um, 90210 has so many episodes because it started like the first season was kind of a flop as I recall like nobody really cared about it and it's not great so I'm just warning you right now <laughs> All right. but after that they started doing summer episodes mm-hmm. where they would start like everybody else again different time everything else was in reruns there was like nothing to watch and 90210 started airing new episodes where they were like working yeah. at a beach club like over the summer vacation and stuff and that would roll right into the new season yeah. and so some of the seasons are like 35 episodes or oh something my goodness. yeah <laughs> so i could see your excitement <laughs> and that was the thing that really got people like going crazy for it because mm-hmm. they would just watch it when there was nothing else and then it just became appointment tv so um, I think even in the later runs, it was still pulling in pretty good numbers. I think by today's standards, it would be like a crazy hit, even yeah. even like on its decline. So but it was on the WB? Fox. Oh, on Fox. It was Fox. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah. And Melrose Place like started and ended within the run of 90210 because it was, <laughs> you know, a full decade. But I have some feelings about the ending and, and the final seasons that when we do our rewatch, we'll get through. You gotta wait. I know. I know. Wait, so many episodes. Yeah. And I think too, I was thinking about like the best way to, um, cause going forward, I don't know if we've really like said this, but we're going to be watching and doing yes, like a commentary. You want to explain it? Yeah. So we're going to do kind of a, a rewatch. Yeah. Uh, I think we've settled on the name. Yeah. Uh, Beverly Hills 9021. Here we go. I like it. I like it. Uh, as our, as our title. Um, and I don't know, do, should we do, there might be some where we can do like multiple episodes. In a, yeah, I was sort in of an episode. Yeah, I was sort of thinking like the two parters we would do mm-hmm. together, um, the ones that make sense to combine. Yeah, you know, we, we, and the bigger ones maybe right. take yeah. take a full episode, take a little bit about. more time. But yeah, yep. we're gonna we're gonna watch them all. We're gonna yes. talk about them all. So. Yes, and as as you've learned, I mean, I I feel comfortable saying I'm a 90210 super fan. I mean, <laughs> I I will accept that label. And Kendra, I had to tell her who Brandon Walsh was. Yeah. So. Like we're coming at it from a totally different, yes. totally different standpoint. And I've, because you haven't seen it especially, but I'm going to like, I won't spoil things. Okay. Cool. So if you've never watched 90210, now's the time. We could do, well, no, I was going to say we could do like a spoiler section at the end, but then that would spoil it for yeah, me. I th- so I we think, can't do it. I think like, 
I, you know, there's some things that I could acknowledge. I was sort of thinking that we would highlight like when a new character comes in or a new mm-hmm. recurring might say like, this is a character to watch or something, but we'll stick to the timeline and I won't be like, oh, this is important because in season five, they, yeah. so yeah. if you've never watched it before, you can watch it with us in a spoiler free zone. Yes. We won't tell you anything. Watch along and experience it with me yes. for the first time and you'll or have experience my, it with Nick yes. for the 50th time. That's right. This um, will only be my third, okay, my third only time. Only third. Yeah. That's yes. That's still a lot. It is. You're um, right. Where can people watch Beverly Hills? I know. I guess we now. should look that up. I mean, I know that it's on. I know that it's on the CBS app. Usually, if I look it up, yeah. it will just say. So I know it's on the CBS app. I'm not sure about other streaming options. I mean, it must be out there. It says on the CBS app and on Hulu. CBS and Hulu. Okay. Cool. Great. I didn't know that. So you can you can watch them all there. We're going to be starting with the pilot episode next week. Uh, the pilot I I have seen many many times though <laughs> because the pilot was released as like a movie basically like you could ah. you could go to your like Blockbuster or something and rent the pilot. Ah, Blockbuster. Yeah. So <laughs> I had could rent it. Oh, yeah. So funny. I had the pilot like on VHS has its own little standalone movie. Yeah. So I've seen that a bunch of times, but it's good, you know, yeah. and it does kind of play like a movie too. So if you're, uh, if you're not ready to commit to watching Beverly Hills 90210 with us, you can watch the pilot as a standalone movie. So nice. watch that and then uh, we'll talk about it and then, then we'll go from there. But yeah, I think we have a lot of fun, a lot of fun things planned I to talk so. about the series. I'm excited. I'm getting Are you? my energy back. Are you? Now. It's back. Yes. Yeah, we're we're I've been ending, away but... from school for for long enough. Yeah, I I do think like my wife's a good example of this because she didn't she didn't grow up with it. She wasn't familiar with it. She had no affection for it. But as we got through it, like she still really liked it, even like 20 years after like the sell by date and everything. So it still it still worked for her. Um, so I I do think that even though. Like it's a '90s show, and and it helps to have nostalgia for it, like I do. I really think like the actors and the characters become strong enough to to sustain it. I think mm-hmm. that it. I think that it has a good shelf life on I'll it. I'll be the judge of that. Will you? Yes. Okay, I that's will. good. You can comment on the style one. as well. Yes. We can yes. talk about all their crazy <laughs> like acid wash clothes. Oh and, yeah, I love to oh. give style points. Oh okay. So I'll I'll give out some style points. Okay, I think that's I, I think that's helpful. All right. So yeah, you don't have to you don't have to switch feeds or anything like that. You can just if you're subscribed, stay right here. you can stay right with us and we'll uh, we'll keep talking about Beverly Hills 902 and 0. And we did get the guys Corbin and Christian to commit to popping up. They did. Every now and then. They so promised. That they, they did promise. We have that recorded. So, <laughs> so we'll check in with them as well. And thanks for having me. Yeah. On this is this is I guess my second episode of yes. Nostalgia Me This. Yes. And going forward. Thanks for thanks for inviting me. Yes. To watch this on with this you. journey on this yes. journey with me. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, like he said, if you want to keep listening, we are on iTunes and Spotify, and we're going to change the name a little bit, but the feed will be the same. So if it changes and you're like, "What is this?" That's why. Don't be confused. Um, <laughs> and uh, we will probably next week have a Twitter. Okay. I will. I'll get on that. Do it. And uh, yeah, we'll let you know where you can find us. And we hope that if you were listening to Nostalgia Me This, that you stay with us. I'm giving a thumbs up to just Nick. Thank you. I, I talk with my hands. You do. Yeah. So, it's, uh, an, it's an audio medium. But yeah. that's, that's fine. You do <laughs> so, you. Audience, I'm giving you a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
I think, do you have a quote we could end on from Beverly Hills 90210? <laughs> See, it's, How does the theme song, what's, is there words to the theme song? No. 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 Okay. It's just iconic. Okay. Every year they would reshoot it in front of like drapey material where they're just walking <laughs> along, interacting with each other. <laughs> like Not, Boy Meets World. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Boy Meets World. Yeah, cool. exactly. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye.